0: Hello out there in podcast land, welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't get to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. Today we're going to look at promise number four. Now I'm just um, assigning a number to them, they're not in any kind of order or anything like that, but number four which is abundant life in our scripture for that promise comes from john 10:10, 10, 10, and i'll read from the new american standard bible and it reads the thief, com- the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy i came so that there would be life and have it i came so that they would have life excuse me and have it abundantly person speaking is our Savior, Jesus. I will share with you that I questioned the Lord about this verse. Yes, I did. And it was at the beginning of my caregiving season. What I realize now is my questioning him um, was partly me trying to gain clarity of this scripture, but it was also questioning the validity of the scripture. However, I came I came to the second part because the enemy had planted the seed of doubt in my heart, just as he had done to Eve back in the garden. See, I was struggling to get my mind and heart around mama's diagnosis of Alzheimer's and what that would mean for her and me. And this scripture came to my mind. And at first, it was a reassurance. It it reassured me, okay, it's going to be okay. When I, I mean, I didn't understand it, but then as the enemy kept relaying it over to me, he came to give you abundant life. He came to give you abundant life. It turned from being an assurance to me to a promise that I thought God had reneged on. See the flip? I began to think, wait, we are supposed to have abundant life. And this ain't it, Jesus. This ain't it. So it became a demand from me to God as to are you going to be faithful to your word or not? That's where I was. It was as if the enemy spoke in my ear. You call this abundant living? That, that's what was happening. And I want us to be clear to see how the enemy will take God's word and then use it against him. And we as dumb sheep, we fall for it. Eve fell for it, I fell for it, and you've fallen for it. If you're going to be honest with yourselves. The only person who didn't was our Savior Jesus when, you know, the enemy took him in the wilderness and tried to tempt him. He's the only one who's been able to muster it. Once I began to question God's will, I did the one thing that I knew to do, which was immediately take it to the Lord. Immediately that's the relationship that I have with him there's all sorts of questions and things in my mind and I go to the Lord there was a time when the enemy would try to tell me if I did something that I knew I shouldn't have done I'm like that wasn't great behavior and the enemy used to make me think God was mad at me and, and so I'd stay away from God which is what the enemy always wants us to do but I don't do that anymore I just immediately go to God and so I did And I remember as I was speaking with him, I wasn't crying or anything. I wanted the clarification, right? (laughs) But as I started talking, I started with the scripture. Lord, you said that you came to give us abundant life. And then I said, and I don't understand what this is. Because what I'm experiencing, I would not call abundant life. And see, there was a change in that second question from an attack that I was thinking initially to now the question and I can only believe that it was the Holy Spirit working through me because after I made that statement I said Lord help me understand understand and accept your definition of abundant living <laughs> because obviously we ha- we are working on two different definitions of what that is can you see the change in the attitude or my heart with that? I was no longer questioning, you know, whether his promise was true or not. I now know it to be true. It's something's wrong with me. And it's probably my definition of abundance because you are God. Underneath my doubt, there was still Trust. And that trust was founded in what God had done for me and mama in the past he had already established himself as faithful he had already done things that were true to his word reading the Old Testament you see him being true to his word reading the New Testament you see him being true to his word so that wasn't it now share with you I didn't gain any great insight on abundant living then but after I finished speaking with him I had peace and its I want you to really understand that the Holy Spirit uses peace as a way of speaking to us or confirming something for us. If you have peace about a situation, that's God saying, okay, you can either move forward or don't go in that direction or just be still peace. It's the peace Jesus had when he was sleeping in the middle of the storm on the boat. The same peace Daniel had when he was in the lions did. That peace that transcends all understanding. You know, now with me, with a little more wisdom, I'm able to go back through my last years in caregiving. And I see that as I was going through those years, I had joy. And I understand now that I had abundant living. Because abundant living isn't, isn't about the material things that we have. And sometimes it's not about the health, our health either. It has to do with where we, we place our hearts and our minds, where we find rest. Abundant living is knowing that God is in control and as such things will work out for your good and his glory. So here's an example of what abundant living is. You have children and you pray to God. Um, Well, let me start with this. So with abundant living, we're, we're allowing God to be in control. It's where our hearts and our minds are but the thing that we like to do is we like to kind of tell God how to do things so my definition of abundant living didn't have any (laughs) mama never would have had Alzheimer's right your loved one never would be in the predicament that they'd be in right the accident the disease what have you right we try to insist on telling God how to work out events in our lives because we tie abundant living to situations, to circumstances, right? And I think we must stop insisting on telling God how, the how. Yes, Jesus tells us that we have not because we ask not, but there's a difference in us asking and making a request and then trying to tell God how to do it. So here's an example. Lord, deliver my children. For those of you who have kids, right? Your children are wayward. Something is going on with them. Lord, deliver my children. Help them to see the light. Help them, you know, to stop whatever it is that they're doing, right? That's the request that Jesus says you have not because you ask not. And that's what we're supposed to do. But the how God delivers your children is up to him. And sometimes that how may be for them to suffer the consequences of their behavior it may be them sitting in a jail cell for a little period of time or it may be them getting laid off from that place of work but whatever it is it's a place where God needs to get them so that they can clearly hear him yes I know as a parent it's hard for you to watch your children suffer But remember that they're God's children first, and he will orchestrate things so that he can get them where they need to be so that they will have that encounter with him. Lord, deliver my children. That's what he's doing through this process. And for us not to get blindsided and and to raise the doubt of this abundant living as I did when a situation presents itself that we, based on our definition, would never think of as abundant living today's promise of God granting us that abundant life is meant to help you control or to help you continue to place one foot in front of the other during this caregiving season to trust God enough to let go of the details and allow him to orchestrate the universe as he sees fit there will be times where you won't like what God has allowed in your lives like this season Right. But those are the times where you really have the opportunity to grow closer to God, to set your mind to see how he will move. The 12 years of me caregiving with my mom, I would never give up because of the close relationship that I now have with God for the close relationship that I have with mom. It was a blessing in the end. Jesus gave us how the enemy works. The enemy comes to take stuff from us, right? And in some cases, we give it to him. (laughs) But our peace, our joy, our faith, our trust, our happiness, our fulfillment, those are the things that he tries to take from us. But in Jesus, he gives it all back. Jesus gives that back to us if we accept it. And I want you to understand it's our minds where we develop that abundant life. Not stuff or situations. When you have peace and joy that is based on Jesus, it doesn't matter the situation that you find yourself in. You just learn to trust him and ride the wave with him. You are steadfast, immovable. That's abundant living. So the the takeaways for today are, when you have doubt, immediately go to God and just ask him, I don't understand this. <laughs> your scripture says this. This is what's happening. I don't, I don't understand this. It looks like there's a contradiction, but I, I know there's not because you're God. Help me understand you. God delights in that. That's called abiding in him. That's called placing him first. That's called you knowing his word says this, but you can't really wrap your mind around it. So you go to him. He delights in that. So go immediately to God. Second takeaway is... God's promise of abundant life exceeds material possessions because it's about your state of mind. God gives you peace abundantly, joy abundantly, grace abundantly, compassion abundantly, wisdom abundantly. Sounds like the fruit of the Spirit to me, right? (laughs) That's what having abundant life looks like. And you can have it right now, today. By surrendering to your Savior to allow the Holy Spirit to begin to fill you with this fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, goodness, self-control, right? Asking God for wisdom. All of those things to help you live a life that glorifies God. But let's start to learn to look beyond the circumstances. To stop looking at this season of caregiving as being... Not necessarily a punishment, but like a, just, you know, something that you just have to hurry up and get through so that on the other side of it, then you can start living the abundant life. No, you can live the abundant life right now with the peace and the joy and the faith and the trust in God. And it'll be beautiful. Don't allow the enemy to steal that from you. Don't give it to him. Guard it and allow Jesus to just magnify all of that within you let's pray Lord we thank you for allowing us to be able to come to you with our doubt when there are things in your word that we don't quite understand that we can come to you and ask you for clarification that Even when the enemy places seeds of doubt in our hearts, as he did with me, as he did with Eve, as he's done with many of us, that we can still come to you and say, hey, I'm not understanding this. I may be upset (laughs) that you can handle all of our frustrations and our questions and that you grant us peace. We thank you for helping us understand that abundant life isn't about how much money we have in the bank or how large our house is or the car we drive or if we're able to walk and talk. Abundant life is where we place our treasure. And today, Lord, we place our treasure in you. We surrender our whole selves to you. Asking you to help us to allow you to grow the abundant life mindset and walk in the fruit of the Spirit. To ask you for wisdom which you will grant freely. To learn to have that abundant life mentality in our hearts and in our minds. Where other peoples will see the, the situation, the circumstances that we're in. Whether it be caregiving, going through a divorce being laid off but still having that joy because we know that our life is rooted and tied in you our savior Jesus Christ. Thank you for being our God and thank you for the promise of giving us abundant life. We accept it today and we walk in it. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right my caregiving family what are our takeaways from today? When in doubt, go to God. And then remember that abundant life is in your mind. It's what is in your heart. Peace, love, joy. That's abundant life. Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.